Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Michael. I watched the second half of Michael. And this is is the the other other half. Mike. Ethan. Can I, can I tell? No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say. Heaven is my home. Heaven is my home. Now this sweet world is precious to me. There's a ton of bad songs. Yeah, there is. Let me tell you, Ethan. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I'm going to describe a movie, and you tell me what movie I'm describing. Okay. Okay. All right. We've got a cast of four characters. Three men, one woman. Reservoir Dogs. And oh, they're going, uh, yeah, okay. And they're going across, they're taking a, lo- a long journey from Seinfeld. one place to another. So close. And um, there's four characters. There's one woman, three men. Uh, so Seinfeld's pretty close. And uh, one of the characters is named Dorothy, and there's a dog. Can you describe the movie I'm thinking of? <laughs> the Matrix. Yes, The Matrix. You got it. Yeah. No, this movie's The Wizard of Oz. Is it? I just described both movies, Ethan. I don't know, man. There's no angels in Wizard of Oz. No, but think about this. So we have a main character, a woman named Dorothy, who sings. She's the main character? She's the main character in my half of the movie. Interesting. Or one of the main characters. She's she's one of the main characters. Yeah, she is. You have a character who has no heart, uh, who's like a heartless cynic. You have a character who's a uh who is a coward. And then you also have a character who's really over the top and crazy and he has no brains. He has no brains and he's always dropping things off of him. Just like, uh, you know, so it's either feathers or it's strong. Uh, wow. And there's a dog. There is a dog. <laughs> Here's one thing though. Yeah. That's not like the wizard of Oz. Why? This movie sucks. <laughs> that's the difference. That's the difference. I figured it out. There's I figured out what they did. They're like, what if we, difference. what if we remade wizard of Oz set it in modern day Put an angel in it. And made it terrible. And made it awful. (laughs) There's another thing, too, uh, that's a reference to The Wizard of Oz, is they make a a pact with a short man who they shouldn't even, like, care about. You know, the in 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 your half, I think it's introduced. Yeah. Yeah. I learned all this on the back half of the movie, and it was very interesting to watch this movie. I I feel like it was a reference to a tornado, too, or something. Or maybe I was doing something else at the same time and just... There's a tornado in the There's background. There's a tornado in the background. I can't we do remember. live in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, we do live in Kansas. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's what this movie was trying okay. to accomplish. Well, yes. hmm, I guess it did that. <laughs> it wasn't a very good movie. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It a was very, a very bad movie. I yeah. remember being a little boy who, my name was Michael uh, when, yeah. I was, when I was growing up as well, not just right now. And this movie came out and we were really excited to watch it because it had my name in it. And That's like, really the only reason. Yeah, I remember we went to the theater. The only thing I remember is we went to the theater. It was really late at night. They were shooting uh, T-shirts, Michael T-shirts, out into the, <laughs> the the movie theater, and people were catching them. And then the movie started, and I don't remember a goddamn thing afterwards. <laughs> All I remember, you were too blackout drunk, dude. I was so drunk as a little kid. I yeah. just was bored. That movie bored me when I was a kid, and it bored me as an adult. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that kept me interested in the entire movie was, can I find more connections to The Wizard of Oz? Ah, uh, interesting. I so I had no idea what this movie was. No at all. So no. I had no idea at all. And let me tell you, I went some places I didn't uh, didn't uh, quite expect. Like what? Um, Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> um, We got... They went, to, so, they went to Chicago. That's a place you wouldn't have expected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this movie starts... Let's just explain how this movie starts Let's out. talk about this movie. This movie starts movie. out with... um. 
people in a car driving with this music. Heaven is my home. Uh-huh. Playing, playing. Who are the people? Uh, I don't know. It's turns out it's the old lady and I think Michael as well. Oh, old lady's named Patsy. Patsy, yes. Yeah. So, um, they get out and she they go into out, a bank. She, yeah. A white building. And then they, they hold it up. They don't hold it up. Oh, okay. They leave and then they drive off and then a uh, lightning hits the built bank and explodes. Whoa. Exactly. So suddenly it's Christmas and people are setting up some stuff in snow and some dudes dressed with Santa. He dressed as Santa and he has a dog. Some mm. dudes also there. I don't know if you want to know why this scene is in the movie. <laughs> except to establish that these characters are kind of doing shady stuff. Oh. They turn out to be our two main protagonists, um, Larry and... Frank? Oh, I'm sorry. Frank and Huey. Frank and Huey, yes. Frank and Huey. Hey, do you know the name of the guy who wrote Wizard of Oz? Oh, shit. Frank Baum. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's one character. <laughs> and Dorothy. Yeah. Wait, is her name Dorothy Winters? Her name is Dorothy Winters. Oh, her shit. Ma- the, the woman in this movie is named Dorothy. Oh, that's fucking on the nose. Yeah, All I right. know. And there's a dog. <laughs> so, um, so they got some big... So they're big shot reporters, apparently, or at least, um, yes, they work for, a, a at newspaper. least Frank was, uh-huh. they work for a tabloid. Let's be fair. They I don't apologize. work for like a real newspaper. And he used to work like great beats. He got like awards and stuff. And he's talking to the publisher and the publisher's pissed off because they haven't found a good story in a while. And he's like, you guys are freaking like you, at least like, I know you here, you suck, yeah. but you Frank, you are like an award-winning journalist. I only win awards because I get the most readership. That's it, because <laughs> I write stuff. Right. And it's like very obvious this is a schlocky like thing that just says weird stuff. Right. Uh, so did you recognize the publisher? Yeah, kind of. Which is like fun? a short man, right? Yeah. He's, that's uh, Mario from the Mario and Luigi movie. Oh. He's also... Yes, he's also Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. He's also well-known for being in Roger Rabbit. So we yes. have a short man who's a very powerful dude who's overseeing all these other people, but really he has no actual power. Are you power. saying he's the wizard? He's the Wizard of Oz. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. I'm off to see the wizard. And that's where they're going in the end. Oh, fuck, dude. I hate this. <laughs> I hate how right you are. I don't know why. I don't know why I hate it. I should just accept it. You know why you hate it? Because it feels like the uh, the writer of this movie actually like put some kind of effort into it. Like some kind of thought into it. I feel it. like the writing in this movie isn't the worst oh, part no. about it. What's the worst part about this movie? I'd say the way it was shot and, and the directed. music. Yeah, the music. Yeah, it's just directed in such a bland way. It's directed blandly and the, the timing is bad and like the acting is not good. No, no. It's, it's everything else. The writing is, it's not great, but it's not the weakest part at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... They say you need yeah. to get something good. So Huey opens up, uh, not Huey, sorry, I get these two Frank. mixed up. Frank opens up a letter. It's mm-hmm. from like some place that some lady says like, hey, I got this like real life angel with me. Come check it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's been with me for six months. Yeah, it's a real person. And it's like, I guess we'll go do that. And Huey's fucking up. Like he apparently ordered the biggest tree to put out in front of the newspaper. Sorry, tabloid. Right. And <laughs> it was too big. So he cut it in half. And so they're going to so attach the top to the bottom. Oh, it was hard to transport, Okay, but it didn't work. So it crashed. And then he got chewed out by the publisher and the publisher's like, you guys are fired. And I'm going to take that dog. If it's, if you guys get fired and you're pretty little dog, exactly. Too. <laughs> it's going to take it because apparently that little dog has made the tabloid a bunch of money. Cause they go around taking pictures of like weird stuff with the dog. I was wondering what this. Yeah. Dog so like there's was. a bunch of different, like pictures of a dog with a Pope. There's pictures of a dog uh, on the moon. No, it's not actually pictures on the moon, but there's another, there's pictures of stuff <laughs> like that. A dog on the moon. <laughs> but it's a bunch of pictures. And it's like, that is kind of their bread and butter. Like that is helping publish, uh-huh. you know, publish everything. Okay. 
But Huey owns a dog, so that's the only reason he's not fired, even though he's a huge fuck up. That's Because right. he owns a dog. But he's... then for some reason, he's like, I'm going to fire both of you and keep the dog. I'm like, why is that all of a sudden new? Like, why has that changed? <laughs> Whatever. His name's Sparky, by the way, the dog. Yes. Okay. It's very original. Very original name. Um. Ba -ba 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 -ba. So, oh, wow, I passed a lot of those notes. All right, so. That's fine. While they're, while they're saying this, they're like, okay, we're going to go find this angel. And it's like, okay, if you don't, you're both fired. Also, take the dog. They're taking the dog and also bring Miss Winters. Who's Miss Winters? Well, no idea. Apparently, she was just sitting there and <laughs> in the middle of a job interview when he started yelling at Huey. Mm -hmm. And apparently, she's like, he's like, you're going with them. He's like, why? He's like, you're an expert at angels. I don't know why she said she's an expert on angels. Yeah. In an interview where it had like nothing like that he brought it up to her and it's like why would she know that and say i'm an expert in angels and this thing i guess yeah, maybe it you, is a tabloid you'd say that sort of stuff i guess there's some kind of yeah like angel uh angle that this tabloid likes to run i don't exactly know i don't think so i think it's just he she said that's like well that's my expertise area i don't oh, get okay. it because it turns out she's just a dog walker yeah and she's a trainer her. oh she's a trainer that's okay what she it said. doesn't she can say train at all. any dog okay it doesn't say at all it just says it just has the dogs there. It's dumb. Oh, okay. It doesn't explain it. So that's the only reason she's there. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there's a really bad job exposition. Yeah. Like I didn't know what was going on until maybe like <laughs> they're sitting on a road trip and they literally said it out loud. I was, yeah, I was about halfway through my half of the movie and I'm like, I think I have a pretty good like, like understanding of this. And all of a sudden they start throwing words out like malt and the dog and the steel. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, movie exactly. About? Yeah. So let's see now. Now cut to milk bottle hotel. Okay. What is the Milk Bottle Hotel? And, you know, actually nothing happens there. It just shows that it's like the Milk Bottle Hotel is the hotel that the letter came from. Okay. okay. For the angel. Cut cut that part out. I okay. never said any of that. So, okay. Never said that. Uh, Frank doesn't believe in angels while they're, they're driving on the way there. And Frank doesn't believe in angels. Right. And Winter's like, oh, what do you should or whatever? Mm -hmm. Because blah, blah, blah. Also, my, my husband, my ex-husband, like... He sucks and all this stuff. And like the Nobody running, asked you. <laughs> the running, yeah, that's the thing. Nobody asked her. And the yeah. running thing is she keeps talking about her ex-husband. She has multiple ones. It's literally the they only keep thing popping she talks up. That's about. like a joke. And it's like... It's not funny. It's not funny at all. <laughs> it's not endearing. It's just sad. <laughs> I know, right? It's just sad. And the way she brings it up makes her seem sad. And I don't know if that plays into like... She gets better later on. She finds relief from that. I don't know if that happens or pays off. What do you, what, what do you expect to happen? I expect her to like find relief of like... She finds a new person and it's true love or something like that. Oh, okay. Because this movie doesn't seem very innovative <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, what do you think happens to Frank then? I don't know. I feel like he becomes a nicer person. He's very cynical. Oh, yeah. As yeah. most journalists are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've seen the wire. Uh, yeah. I've seen, I met people. <laughs> yeah. We, we, were, we worked at a newsroom. Mm, yep. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. What else we got here? So. She asked like how Sparky's how they met Sparky and Huey's like He comes up to Huey in a parking lot one day. Huey was eating a donut and he's trying to kick the trying to kick him away. You were trying to kick the dog? I wasn't trying to kick him. I was trying to shoo him away very gently. When Malt comes out the door, he looks at the dog, he stops dead in his tracks. It turns out that Malt was once a child who had had a dog just like that one. Oh, that's so sweet. Anyway, Walt's eyes get all teary, and he pours out this story all about his dog, Sparky, which ended up underneath a tractor tire. <laughs> and you know what Huey did? He returns to Malt and he says, Mr. Malt, that is amazing. This dog's named Sparky, too. 
Oh, no time at all. The dog is famous. He's got his own column. He must have saved Huey's neck a hundred times. <laughs> so they arrive at the hotel. Woo! And it's abandoned. Oh, of course. It looks like, except there is a lady in there. Mm-hmm. And the lady opens up and only really gives a shit about Sparky. She doesn't seem to recognize any of the people she talked to. She I only mean, you would recognize Sparky. Sparky. He's been in all those photos. Exactly. you think that, but you know, she doesn't seem to recognize anyone else despite sending the letter. Oh, okay. So, turns out she's a little bit off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a screw they, loose? They sit, yeah, they sit. She get, treats the dog really nice and they sit down and they start talking. And he's like, well, so where's this angel? She's like, oh, well, he's not here, is he? And she's like, do you see? They're like, do you see the angel right now? It's like, no, you, you don't see him. He's not there, stupid. <laughs> and she's like, Michael, and yells at him. And down comes John Travolta. Woo! Now. Yes. This is a movie. Uh-huh. I read in the synopsis that this is a movie uh-huh. about an angel. Yes. Because I accidentally looked it up while looking up this movie. So, <laughs> so two journalists go to a place and f- see if figure out this angel. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So this movie's probably going to be about like if that person's actually an angel or not. And they're going to say weird wisdom stuff. Or he's going to say weird wisdom stuff. Right. And, you know, he's just going to look like a normal person. They're going to have to decide if he really is. But at the end, he might disappear or do something weird. And it's like, oh, I don't know. Was, was he just a wise person that just changed everyone's lives involved in the party? Mm-hmm. Or... Or was he really an angel? Or was he really an angel? It's But it's going to be up in the air. It's going to be up in the air. Nobody really knows. So out comes John Travolta. <laughs> and he is wearing no clothes <laughs> except for boxers. Thank God. He's schlubby. Uh-huh. He's, very over, he's overweight. Is he? I mean, not like massively over, not like a beast, but he's definitely, you know, right. he's not kept in shape. So he rolls down the stairs. Oh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> he is smoking a cigarette uh-huh. and goes down to grab a beer. So yes. it's like, all right, it sets up this character perfectly, mm-hmm. except he also has big ass angel wings. <laughs> Complete full size angel wings. He just folded up and he just walks around with them. Uh-huh. So there's no question. So there's no that. question. This sums up with this dude. I thought that was a big reveal at the end of the movie. Clearly not. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nope. First in this show. <laughs> Because he takes off the jacket and everyone's just like, whoa. And I'm like, well, they probably what? reveal it to maybe like, just guessing, the actual reporters in Chicago probably. Uh huh. As opposed to like these people who've seen it. But yeah, then like when they leave to go on the road no, trip. No, later no, no. That's to the main characters. Oh, that's weird. Okay. I know, right? And they're just like, they they're like it. in awe of it. I'm like, what the does it? Oh, does it spread or something? Does yeah, it spread? they like, okay, that's why. Because it never spreads. They never see it spread open. So oh, maybe okay. that's the big reel. But regardless, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird way. So yeah, at this point, we like, Clearly, he's actually either an angel or a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like bad Cupid cosplay. It does. Because he's got like these weird heart boxers on. It's like, <laughs> I, just, I think they're heart boxers. Maybe I'm just imagine that. Um, <laughs> It'd be funny. If they everyone's were. very concerned about this. But Why? I don't know. Because it's just like, what the fuck is this guy? So they go back. <laughs> they're like, he goes back upstairs and the lady's like, oh, it's fine. He'll come back down in the morning. We'll have a nice chat then. You guys just go to sleep. What so is they, he doing so they all go here? to bed. I don't know. So <laughs> he goes to bed. Or they all go to bed. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep wanting to call him Larry, but Frank. Frank. Frank and Larry are just so similar names. Yeah, they're pretty similar. So Frank. They call him another and name. Huey. I think his last name. Yes. Frank. Oh, Frank and Huey are like, man, we made it rich. Like, this is actually like the first thing we see. That's actually like legit. We're going to make tons of money. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And all this stuff. And... um. Winters is convinced it's not an angel, despite, you know, actually having no intention. Wow. It's like, angels don't smoke. Angels don't do this. Angels oh. don't do that. And all this stuff. And it's like... Oh. Angels are pure and all this Exactly, stuff. all this stuff. Yeah. So, and he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is crazy. This is insane. Even if, like, it doesn't matter, we can still bill him as an angel. Right. And uh, it's like a, so they're questioning, like, 
you know, also they say like, if he had wings and if he was like an infant and had these wings and been around, there would have been some news story about it or something. If he, we'd, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be appeared. the first one. Yeah. Exactly. You know, cause that's newsworthy. People would he's like a 50 year old man. Exactly. Like, yeah. He's an old, he's an older dude. Yeah. Um, schlubby guy, old schlubby dude. Yeah. Um, okay. So, when she keeps referencing more husbands is the second husband she reveals. Yes. She said three ex, ex husbands. Yeah, that's it. So I, I think I found the third one at the end of this movie, or the end of my half. Um, so then we next day they go and have lunch. Michael's having frosted flakes. He keeps pouring sugar on them. Uh-huh. Like a lot of sugar, like excessive <laughs> amount. Like I also also I don't know about you. Yeah. I think when you get frost or these aren't frosted flakes, these are just corn, corn flakes, flakes. I'm sorry. That's fine. And you put sugar on them, I think that shit's so gross. Really? Yeah. Do you do that? Uh, you know, to be honest, I haven't had cornflakes in a very long time. Okay. But I, I remember I know putting sugar in it when I was a kid. Really? It's so weird to me. I yeah. never I never got that. I was like, why don't you just buy the Frosted Flakes? I prefer, was it Raisin Bran? Wait, what? You know, Isn't that just cornflakes and raisins put together? Yeah. I think Raisin Bran's disgusting. What? Raisins? Mainly because I think the raisins are really gross. They're not good raisins. They oh. taste like they got this weird film over them kind of thing. They're not uh, the best oh, raisins. Those are probably the preservatives. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. They do something weird to those raisins. I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust those raisins. I only trust raisins that come from a lady. A lady who's like, ah. I've got raisins. Ah, these are grapes, but they'll be raisins soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> when they're old and withered, so will I. There's <laughs> like a future box that yeah. just says they're all like an old lady with raisins. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that's weird. I think it's gross. So it's just a weird thing that he's doing. He's also eating an excessive amount of it. So he's, he's, he's kind of a disgusting. That's why he's overweight. Yeah, he's kind of a disgusting dude. Yeah, he's not an angel. So, um... And then a little voice shows up. He's like, are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> I rang the bells. I got the wings. <laughs> but then Huey walks up and is like, so how are, how are those wings connected? And I take a look. He's like, why don't you pull your pecker and see how that's connected? And I'm like, damn. Jesus. <laughs> Frank's like, wow, an angel says pecker. I don't see that every day. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't see an angel every day. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, this is not good writing. So they explain a little bit about how Michael is mm-hmm. not, he's not a normal angel. He is an arc angel he's one of the ones who fought and threw lucifer out and all that stuff he did like he did a lot of war stuff mm. so, ironically he doesn't have an arc in the movie hey <laughs> that's a good one thank you um <laughs> turns out he's the one who destroyed the bank uh why he caused lightning because apparently pansy kept praying and praying that these people would re, re- not ask her so much for her debt because she had to sell off a bunch of assets for i think a trucking company i think it was or something so like he that. did that um so basically they walked in and they're somebody. like, you better, you better make sure this doesn't happen. And they're like, okay, no, he smited it after they all left. Oh, so it was empty. Okay. And then she's like, all right, well, the, well, love to listen to a parking lot. And they're like, <laughs> whatever. And they leave. And of course they does it. Of course. Um, and so that's, that's all weird. because she prayed really hard about it. And so he came. So that's like, why he was here. relenting. That's mm-hmm. what he said. He said she was relentless. Oh, she so would just not shut up about it. Not shut up about it. <laughs> so... Then Pandy's kept asking everyone, like, how do they want their eggs? How do they want their eggs? So she goes, and someone's like, you know, who is in shock by this because he's actually believing he's a real angel. Right. It's like, over uh, poach is fine. And she goes and she cracks it, and then she coughs and she dies. <laughs> and the next scene is then in a funeral. <laughs> it's dumb because they alluded to her coughing earlier when they first met her, and she's like, I'm contemplating my death. I thought that was silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently it was just one of those, the, oh, the classics, if someone's coughing, it means they're sick. <laughs> what? That's just such weird timing. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird really time to do weird. it. It's really weird. So the next scene you is them. You smited her. 
No one did. She just she died. She just died in natural causes. Died in natural causes. So they're at the funeral. Uh-huh. And Huey leans over to Michael and asks, is she in a better place? And Michael's like, I don't know. Not my area. See, that's the thing he continuously says the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's like, like his thing. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Michael. He is. Yeah. Um, so... Mr. Big Editorial Man wants Michael to fly on over. He's like, can you fly? Like, can you fly or not? I don't know. You ride your wings, probably. Yeah, with, he's got wings. Like, I don't know if they can work, though. He's like, well, get him over here. We'll take some pictures and, uh, you know, get some stuff going. Sorry, I'm yawning. Sorry, it's late. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. It is. So? um, He's like, fine, I'll do that. Okay. So he's going to so, fly. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Frank says he will. Mm-hmm. So he goes up to Michael and asks, and Michael's like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's go. All right. We'll do it. He actually predicts that he wants to go to Chicago and says, like, oh, we'll go there. We'll go to the place you need me to go. Why couldn't he predict he the says, old lady dying? Uh-huh. I don't know. He's just, <laughs> he says he's very observant. Oh, okay. But okay. you think you'd observe that. Yeah. Maybe he just I didn't, he, that. You know, he, probably didn't, he probably didn't give a shit. Yeah, he probably doesn't care. Like, what is he going to do? How's he going to stop it? It's natural causes. It's not his area. Yep. Yeah. Um. So he says, all right, well, one condition. We drive. We drive there. And he's like, why? Because we need time. We need time for smokes. We need time to talk for a while. It's like, okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's also reveals he's the one who wrote the letter. Oh. He wanted to be interviewed by the people in Chicago. Okay. And more importantly, he wants to drive to see the ball, largest ball of twine. The world's largest ball of twine. Mm. Yeah? Do you uh, see the largest ball of twine? No, actually. Oh. Do you? No. He, to- he does visit another stop that's not the largest ball of twine. He visits the largest frying pan, nonstick frying pan. Sure, okay. I don't know. He also says the he saw the largest... Cannonball, and I was in Mesopotamia. I don't give a shit. And he's and Frank's like Mesopotamia doesn't exist anymore. He's like, eh, <laughs> nothing good lasts, is what he says. <laughs> That's why this movie's taking forever to come through. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> so he says also one condition. Uh huh. Before he leaves, walks out the door, puts on his coat, the coat that he almost never takes off the rest of the movie. He says, "You'll have to owe an apology." And there's no pictures until Chicago. Okay. Which is like, all right, I don't understand that, but okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And uh, Winters says, hey, you know, I'm not going. Her I'm name gonna... is Dorothy. Dorothy Winters. Yeah. They kept calling her Winters, though. Oh, okay. Every, they, yeah, they, call, they call each other by their last names for some reason. Oh, that's a very Chicago thing to do. Is it? I've know. never been there. Never been, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to pass judgment on Chicagoans. <laughs> um, just make sure never to have ketchup on your hot dog. You'll be fine. Okay, cool. Um, So, he's like, She's like, you're not going to go. I don't want you to go because you're going to split them. And she's like, and Michael says, oh, I want to go. And if you don't come with me, I'm going to reveal the secret about why you're really here. And she's like, what, what, what secret? And she's like, he's like, how do you know that? He's like, I'm observant. That's it. <laughs> and so they get in the car and they drive off. He, my John Travolta, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael, sits in the back of the car. He always sits in the back sits of the, in the car. very back. It's very weird. Smoking and like. Saying stupid shit. Say, yeah, saying dumb shit. Um. Yep. So, <laughs> so they play car bingo. Michael's really annoying about it. He's like, "Wow, I see a dog," and everyone's like, "What?" And he's like, "I see cops." Everyone's like, "What?" And they go, "Ah!" And it's like, "Just kidding." You guys need to laugh. It's it's how you get. It's how you love. It's like, it's like when you're the only sober person in the party. Honestly, like, yeah, that's what that it is, feels yeah, like. Yeah, that's perfectly. Yeah, except everyone's so one, everyone's sober, and he's so the drunk. Yeah, you're one. taking care of one drunk person. It's so annoying. He was so annoying he's the annoying. entire movie. Well. Then he sees a cow in the field uh-huh. when they're stopping, making a phone call, and he just goes, battle, and starts running towards it, and he's, this bull looks at him and does this weird dance thing, and they both charge at each other, and they both knock each other out, and the bull's sitting there dazed, and he's sitting there dazed, and that's the end of it, and he says, he comes up, and 
Frank's like, fuck, what, what was that? And he's like, never had an injury before. I wanted to have one or something like that. And you, you fought in a battle in heaven and you've never had an injury that's before? What he, that's what he said. Okay. So then, <laughs> freaking, oh my God. <laughs> so then Frank's like, all right, uh, that's cool. And he's like, I'll teach you something. I'll teach you something. You know, Frank, uh, I'm here for you. Okay. Like, that's one of the reasons I'm not leaving until you, you succeed. And he's like, what does that even mean? He's like, listen here. The sun was having an argument with the North Wind. Who was smarter? Who was stronger? The North Wind pointed out a man walking down the street. I bet I can make that man take off his coat and you can't. I'll take that bet, said the sun. The North Wind blew and blew and blew. And the more that wind blew, the tighter that man held that coat around himself. And then the sun came out and smiled. And it became warmer. And took off his coat. That's right. That's right. I've heard that before. What is that supposed to mean? (laughs) (laughs) I've written for all these newspapers. I don't understand basic metaphor. Exactly. (laughs) It is a weird metaphor, though, to be fair. I didn't understand it at first. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the wind. You didn't understand it at first? Well, kind of not, because like I was like, the wind makes you cold, because I only associate wind with cold. I forget to blow shit around. So he's like, (laughs) oh, the wind's like, I can blow the thing off of him. Yeah. I didn't really associate that. I just associate like it. But that's also the point, too, is yeah, it's it's the, what is it? You catch more flies with honey or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Like, you got to be warm. Yeah, you have to. Warm person. Yeah. So they stop at a diner. Um, He's doing weird shit where he's like, Pouring fucking crazy amounts of salt in his fries. Jesus. And he's like, I wrote Psalm 85. And he's like, some angels aren't smart, but I won't talk shit about any specific ones. And because there's an angel for everything. Uh, how, does and, it, how does it feel to have a Scientologist playing an angel? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Well, he does a great job playing a Scientologist playing an angel. <laughs> Before you can even spell your name. name. <laughs> I was writing psalms. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's literally Battlefielder. I know it is. I've, I've seen that scene. So, some ladies look at Michael and they're like, "Oh, we want to have him." Mm-hmm. And he walks away and it's and like, "Have you ever heard of it?" And everyone's always like, "Have you ever heard of Angel Hunt and have sex?" And this waitress who wanted to have sex and clearly was like, mm-hmm. "No, that's not true." Just like I can't imagine any that would. Anyway. Apparently he's seducing. He goes to jukebox, changes the song. What and was then the starts, song? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down, but then I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I deleted it. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. So it doesn't matter. The main point is he's seducing someone else's lady. And that person gets mad oh, after this. Shit, so they start dancing. Dances two, he seduces two ladies at once. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Damn! Godlike, wow. godlike powers. Fucking yeah! If you look like John Travolta, in this exactly, movie and you're seducing women, impressive. Uh, very impressive. <laughs> so then he gets in trouble and fights a bunch of dudes, and oh. they all fight, and all the ladies are together, and they're like, "He smells like caramel." And then Winters is like, "No, I figured it out. He smells like cookies, but only when he more so when he's in heat." Ew. I'm like, "Fucking gross." The chicks will cream. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. About John Travolta and heat ever in my life. <laughs> gross. Gross, gross, gross. Yeah. So he's an old dog. Turns out, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, so they all one. end up in a jail cell. Oh, that's why they're in jail. Because, you know, they punch him up for disturbing peace. Blah, right, blah, blah, that's blah. right, that's right, that's um, right. Frank is really mean to Miss Winters because she reveals she has a third husband. She, and he's like, fucking, I'm tired of your I attitude. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, maybe, you know why you like dogs? It's because you can train them. They do what you want. And like... You know, they won't 
leave you in the car or whatever and all this stuff. Yep. She's like, start, and she starts crying because also she's also complaining. She's like, at least my blah, blah, blah ex-husband would get me out of the, get me out of jail or like he went to jail, but he never took me or whatever and got mm. me out of it. I don't want to stay here. And it's like, fucking sorry. I don't know what to do. They'll be in the morning. Just deal with it. One yeah. Night. It sucks, but I mean, this is not weird people in there. It's literally everyone you know. <laughs> it's amazing when a movie with only one female character doesn't pass the Ben Shell test, where all she fucking talks about is like a man and like. Well, I was going to say, there's no way because she's the only one. Well, yeah, there. but what I'm saying is like she doesn't seem to have any other thing of interest other than the fact that like she, she was married to three guys. Yeah, it's kind of lame. It's really lame. It bums me out. Yeah, it does. All right, so is that the end of your half? Uh, almost. I remember them being in prison. All right, tell me. So, and this is the time Michael comes up to Frank and is like, apologize to her. That's the apology he was talking about. Apologize. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, you better do it or else I'm not going to go. And she's like, fine. So he says, sorry. And she's like, no, a real sorry. He's like, fine, a real sorry. And she's like, all right, I guess. And that was the end of my, <laughs> end of my half. <laughs> okay. So I wrote down that Frank apologizes to Dorothy. He says he didn't mean it. And he gives her like a little Kleenex. And then he gives her like a blanket because she's really cold. And then Michael gives Frank his scarf and then he goes to sleep. And then Michael starts snoring like an annoying person. And then we cut back to Frank who's standing next to Dorothy. And he starts like creepily playing with her hair while she's sleeping. Like it's really fucking weird. And it's I think it's supposed to be endearing. But after, like, they just had this big-ass fight where, like, he insulted her and made her cry. It's a weird thing that now he's, like, playing with her hair while she's asleep. That is pretty weird. It's really creepy. Next morning, our cast of characters are in court, and they're charged with disturbing the peace, destruction of property. All that good shit. All that good stuff. All accurate. And so then uh, the judge is like, somebody tell me what happened. And all, like, they're all like, I'll tell you what happened. She's like, no. And then, like, Dorothy's like, I'll tell you what happened. She's like, no. And then she's like, I want to hear from you, Michael. And Mike was like, ooh, ooh, and then he's and she's like in my chambers, and she's like winking at him. The fuck is this? And they go fuck in her chambers. What? We don't see it, but like that's pretty obvious. That's what happens. Jeez. And then they're they're driving. They're on the way. They're on their in their car driving again. And um, that's the end of that whole problem. It was completely wrapped up because Michael had sex with her. I guess he says like he can like mint. It's weird. He says like he can like control that, like he can control whether women find him attractive or not. And that's why Dorothy doesn't find him attractive. Like he's like not put a spell on her, sure. which makes it even more creepy that like he's able to do that, like manipulate the will of humans in that respect. So I'll sit in the car and Michael starts singing All You Need Is Love. And it's so creepy. Like It's not creepy. It's annoying. It's annoying because he's not he's not a good singer. And then he doesn't get the words right. And then everyone sings along except for Frank. And it's so annoying. Then Michael says he wants to stop because he wants to see the largest nonstick frying pan. But nobody wants to stop. And he says, you have 10 seconds to change your mind. And then after 10 seconds, one of the tires pops. And hmm. they, yeah, and they drive up to the side of the road. And then Michael gets out of the car and walks towards the frying pan. And then the rest of our cast characters sit down on the side of the road. And they talk. And fucking Dorothy won't stop talking about her husband's. And she starts like writing down garbage lyrics about her old husband. And I guess she was always wanted to be like a country singer or something like that. Does that brought up at all at the beginning? Of the yeah. Movie? It said that her, that was like, she writes down lyrics and stuff about stuff that happens. And she was, she's to not sing. very good at John it. John also says at one point, I want you to sing. Yes. Well, she sings at some point later in the film. And so she's yeah. writing down, like she's like, they're sitting on the side of the road and she's like, sitting on 
the side of the road. She's like, ooh, those are good lyrics, and she writes them down. Sure. Uh, sounds like a country singer. There's a bright whatever's around them. That's right. Exactly. And then a truck arrives, and it's like, oh, you could probably include that in your country song. Exactly. And oh, yeah, the good old boys downtown, you know. <laughs> my girl left me, whatever. And, and my same. dog. Yeah, my, dog, my, my dog's loyal to me, but my, my husband's left me. And I keyed his car because I was mad. And all I need is a Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> so this uh, truck drives down the road, and luckily it's an auto service truck. And uh, they can help them out, and they do help them out. And then the car is uh, fixed, and they go to pick up Michael at the giant pan, and then they go to a place that serves pie, and they order a ton of pie, and then the waitress is obsessed with Michael, and she's sitting on his lap at the pie place. And uh, he, Why does he just turn the shit? Oh, he's annoying, I forgot. He's annoying, exactly. And so then Dorothy uh, talks about how she's, he, she wrote a song about pie, and they're like, sing it, and she sings it, and it's horrible. And then they get her to sing another song on the stage. And so she gets on stage and she like gives her like song notes to the band. Do they think it's horrible? No, they love it. Of course. I think it's horrible. And I like certain kinds of country music. I'm, you know, not like pop country, obviously, but like, you know, Johnny Cash country is really great. That's barely country, but okay. What is it then? I don't know. It's kind of country. (laughs) So then she goes up onto the stage and she gives like her notes or like scribbled notes to the band. She's like, okay, it's going to be kind of tricky. Okay. Just sort of stick. It's kind of like the scene in Back to the Future where he basically gives like two sentence instructions to the band and they perfectly play Johnny Be Good. It's exactly like that. It's fucking embarrassing. And then she sings a song about being on the side of the road. And it's just like, you fucking just wrote that song. How do you have an entire three minute song? Hey man, sometimes written? you know, you know, you just get those lyrics together and you go. That's right. It's just like motivation just strikes you like that. Yeah. So then Dorothy and Frank talk for a little bit afterwards and they have no chemistry, but the show, the movie's trying to make us think they have chemistry. And so they sort of awkwardly shake hands and then they kiss each other and then they go up to her room together and she's like, I'm never falling in love with anyone again. And then they kiss passionately and they go into the room. With Frank? Wait, who is this person again? Frank. Not Michael. Frank. Okay. I was, I was just making sure. I just wanted to make sure. That's so, dumb. Okay. It's, it is dumb because there's no reason for this other than the fact that nobody wants to have sex with the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> with Huey? With Huey. He's also married. He is, a he is also married. So that'd be messed up. So the other guy goes into his room and he pets the dog. And I got to say that dog, as far as I know, was not in any of the scenes. Really? <laughs> I didn't see that dog until this moment. What the fuck? And I'm just like, how'd that dog get in his room? And then he's the like, like hey. a major character. I know. And he's like, hey, Spark. I, maybe I just like, just wasn't looking at him. So I didn't see the dog, but it was really weird. I'm like, what the fuck is that dog doing there? So then Michael and the waitress from earlier do this really long jig, like dance. They do this big dance, and then they go in his room and bang. Remember Sunday Night Fever? Sunday Night Fever? Sunday Night Fever. Sunday Night Fever. <laughs> That's what you get after Saturday Night Fever. That's just a hangover. Sunday Night Fever is just, oh, man, we got to go to bed early. got to go to work tomorrow. Going, I can't wait. Oh, boy. <laughs> Back in bed by 10. <laughs> Back in bed. Back in bed. I hit I the sack. I don't know why ZZ Tops. <laughs> That's yeah. ACDC. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So I wrote down this movie is totally a mix between Forrest Gump and Wizard of Oz, but then it's obviously less Forrest Gump and more Wizard of Oz. So they're in bed. Uh, Dorothy and Frank are in bed and Dorothy confesses that she needed the job at the paper and that's why she works there. She doesn't actually want to work there. She doesn't know anything about it. She just needs a job. She's yeah. She's like, I don't know anything about angels. I don't know. I'm not a moral person. I just needed the job here. And uh, Willie, or I was going to say William Herx, that's the actor's name. But Frank confesses that he just needed this job, too, because the last one he was the last place he was hired at, he got fired because he just punched the managing editor because he was a drunk. Who was a drunk? The managing editor? No, uh, Frank. Frank oh, okay. was a drunk and he was so drunk that he punched the managing editor. OK. And then they embrace and they seem all happy. Wow. 
And so then we see Huey open the door and Sparky runs out the door and runs over to Michael, who's sitting off in the field all by himself. And Michael and the dog sit down and Michael's looking out into the distance and he says, It's a difficult case, though. Do you give a man back his heart? Just like the fucking tin man. What? I don't get it. Just like the tin man. He has to give a man a heart. Stupid. So then, and I wrote down the feathers are the straw. Sparky is Toto. It's all coming together. So everyone's all happy um, because they're almost home. And uh, me too. I'm, almost, I'm happy because it's almost over. It's almost over. That's right. So everyone's all happy. And um, Dorothy and Frank come out of their room, and Huey sees them, and they're like, "Oh, you two? And they're like, Mrr. And then they look over and they see Michael and Sparky over on the other side of the road. And Dorothy's like, "Come on, Sparky! Come on!" And the dog like looks over. And starts running and runs across the road and gets hit by a humongous fucking car. That <laughs> like makes sense to the story at the beginning. Truck. Okay. Why? Wait, what are you talking about? No, the story when they got together at the, they met the dog. It's kind of a similar thing. That's right. That's right. And so the dog gets hit by a car. And the fact that Dorothy was brought along because she's a fucking dog trainer. Yeah, and she's the reason the dog got hit by a car. Makes it like infinitely funny to me. So Dorothy. Oh, so everyone's all fucking sad now. And, um... Well, fuck, I, I lost it. Oh, uh, uh, Dorothy said she doesn't know about any angels. She's a dog trainer, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then it's also revealed here that if they screw this up, then Malt gets the dog and she gets Huey's job. That was a big secret. Oh, weird. Okay. So this was all, she was only there to make sure that this, like, it, it, it was in her best interest to make sure that, like, they fail. Oh, interesting. That's why at the very beginning she's like, I don't believe that he's really an angel. What a twist. Exactly. And see the writing. It's not bad. Not the worst. So then Frank is really hurt by this, understandably. And uh he asks Michael to bring the dog back to life or go back to where he came from. And he's like, he's finally calling him an angel. He finally believes he's an angel. And I'm laughing at this because it's like, he doesn't want to bring the dog back to life because it would be a nice thing. He wants to bring the dog back to life so that him and Huey will have a job when they get back to Chicago. So Michael removes his jacket, showing off terrible wings, which I wrote are obviously attached to the suspenders that he's wearing. And he holds the dog in his arms and he closes his eyes and then the dog comes back to life and he runs over to them fucking running across the road again in order to get to Dorothy and them. And luckily he doesn't get hit this time. So Michael says he doesn't have much longer and we see the feathers have come off of him and they're just like, there's just a bunch of feathers now. So they drive to see the Sears Tower, the largest building in the world. They not s- anymore. Not anymore. Anyway. <laughs> At the time of this movie, they say it's the largest building in the world. I'm like, not even close. Well, nah, he was at the time. It was at the time. So Michael apologizes to um, uh, Frank because he says he didn't do what he came here for. And they say their goodbyes. And then Michael's wings close around him and he disappears completely. And um, I'm like, boy, good thing no one is around in Chicago near the Sears Tower in Christmas time. Like there's no one there. It's just like so convenient. So convenient. What time are they there at? Like, I'm pretty sure anytime around Christmas in there's Chicago, near the Sears Tower, there's going to be somebody walking around going, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. So then they go back to the your job and they tell um, Bob Hoskins, their boss, that the angel was all a hoax and it wasn't real. And so then he gets the dog, but the dog is being super mean to him, like biting his leg. Yeah, the beginning of the scene when they first introduced the characters, they had the dog and the dog was just fucking up the office. But See, I thought this was all a whole big ploy. I thought that she was actually a dog trainer and she trained the dog to be mean so that he wouldn't keep it. No, but it was always a dick. That's stupid then. 
So then it's being really mean. And uh, then um, uh, Frank's like, he's, he's like, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm out of here. You know, you won. I, you know, we lost. We're out of here. And so then uh, their boss is like, come on. No, you have to stay. You have to stay. You know, you're, you're the only one that would ever fight with me. You're the only one that would ever go against me. We need you here. And then he's like, that's not my area anymore. That's what I get it. Michael says, I get it. And then Dorothy says that she's sorry, but Frank is really hurt, understandably, because he was lied to. And he says that, you know, they had just had some laughs that didn't mean anything between them. And so they go their separate ways. And then there's just this big montage where they're surrounded by angel things. Like he goes to an Italian restaurant and he gets angel hair pasta. Hey, it's good. And then she goes, I guess <laughs> <laughs> oh, is the way I said it, but yeah. Hey, hey. it's good. It's good. <laughs> and then she goes to a bakery and gets some angel food cake. Ah. And then they see a sign and it says Michael on it. And then people move and then it says angel on it. And it's just like, what the fuck? And then people move away and it says Michelangelo on it. And it's just like, cool, I guess. So I, I feel like the person who wrote this movie only called this movie Michael about an angel because they saw that sign. Probably. Um, so then, um, uh, Frank and Huey are at a bar and Frank's like, this never happened. And if it did, it was, uh, he says, you know what? It happened. Never happened. And Michael isn't a real angel. And then they see him. Does it whatever? What? Then they see him disappear. Right. I don't know. It's just Frank being like a super cynic person, I think. Sure. And he's like, if he was an angel, then the super specific thing will happen. I will walk down the street and I will turn right. And then this car will get a flat and out of the car will come the woman of my dreams. And so then the very next scene, he <sighs> makes North, isn't it? No, actually. So oh. he, he makes a left at this like this like thing. And then he hears a, 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 a car get a flat and then he makes a right. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. And he like walks toward the car and then out of the car comes two like teenage boys and they're and it's just and he's like oh my god it's the girl of my dreams no, uh. not really not really he's he's like ah ha, ha, okay but then he sees michael or what he thinks is michael like he sees somebody that looks like michael he's like a fat guy in a suit with long black hair smoking a cigarette and he's like i gotta follow that so he like follows this guy that looks like michael following him following him down all alleyways down streets it's like the super big deal he's following him he's following him follow him and then he sees him down a hall uh, alleyway and he runs down the alleyway and then he smacks into dorothy because Dorothy was also apparently looking for Michael and thought that she saw Michael too. And then oh. they ran into each other. And then um, then Frank is like, hey, I love you. Marry me. And she's like, I love you too. And I won't marry you. And he's like, come I on. Won't? And yeah. And then he's like, come on, marry me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, come on, my darling, please marry me. And then she's like, okay. <laughs> and Fourth then, time's a charm. Yeah. And then they uh, go back to uh, her place. And then Michael steps out of the corner. And so does Pansy. And I guess Pansy was an angel this whole time. What? Yeah. Fuck off. Doesn't matter. But that's weird. Why? Why is she an angel? I don't know, but they stop time and dance in the street at some point. What the fuck? <laughs> now I'm mad because there's like no setup for that. <laughs> no. It's just like, well, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Ryder. Taking that credit away. <laughs> You're not a good writer anymore. Yeah. And yeah, so they just dance in the street and stop time and then they shine into oblivion. And then that's the end of Wait, the Wait, so they die too? No, they don't. Oh, it just shines. Yeah. No, no, not not uh, Frank and uh, no, sorry, Michael and pa Pansy dance in the street. Uh, Frank and Dorothy are just crossing. The oh, street. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Frank and Dorothy are fine. Maybe she's not an angel. Maybe she's just dead and they're just dancing. Maybe is that possible? Because they didn't say she was an angel. They didn't say she was an angel. Okay, so maybe that is it then. I don't. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Doesn't matter. This movie's bad. It's bad yeah, this movie, movie sucks. This is a very bad movie. It's there's so many things about it. It's funny because just explaining it, it's not the worst sounding movie. No, I think it's it. maybe a little dull, but it's not like that bad. But like, 
the direction is just there's some weird timing. So uninspired. The, it's also just like some of the comedic timing is just terrible. It's like really there's bad. definitely times where it's like this is supposed to be funny. And they look at the camera, almost almost look at the camera, like mm. look here, it's like pause for a time, like laughing. Nope. There's also times where some character's saying something and then it cuts to like this other scene, another part of like, so for example, they're in the car mm-hmm. and it cuts the outside shot of the car right in between a joke and then plays music and then plays the music back in when it was there. And it's just like, That's it, it weird. ruins the flow and it just, it's just chunky and it's just. Totally. It's not a good movie. It is not a good movie. And you know what really kills it too is like the acting is so bad. Like it's not terrible, but it's just like it doesn't feel right. When uh, Dorothy first introduced, they're like, oh yeah, you get the job. And she's like, wow, I'm so excited. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe I got the job. It doesn't feel like real. That. It just feels like really fake. Let me tell you a couple of the other movies this director made. Sleepless in Seattle. You've, oh. you've got mail. Oh. Bewitched. Julia and Julia. Julia and Julia. Wow, those are actually like supposedly pretty decent movies. I know. And she also made this one. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, sometimes sometimes you don't always, you know, make it right. I don't know. It's, huh, it's I'm just like, thinking because I heard like all those movies are good. I've never seen any of them, though. Uh, I haven't seen any of them in a really long time. Uh, I mean, they're all like dumb, like you know, like romantic comedies. I guess that's the thing too. This feel, this feels like it doesn't well, feel like is, a romantic comedy. That's the thing is I feel like a romantic comedy has like a lot of heart. And I feel like this movie, despite it's seeming like angels, it's like, Oh, automatic heart. Yeah. It's like, he's an asshole and he sucks. And they there's really no teach so much. chemistry there. Yeah, I think there's the thing. no chemistry and there's no natural like feeling that they belong with each other. Exactly. Like it just doesn't feel like they really like each other. Like, I don't know. The, you, that's the thing is you need a, you need a girl that is in or a, a woman that's instantly like likable. Like she wasn't terrible. I guess really what kills it was Frank. Whoever plays Frank and she I was like bad. She was or he was. No, she was bad too. She was. Yeah, she wasn't. The There's a lot of times I was. Frank like, was the worst. I don't think Frank was. that. Frank just looked like he just didn't want to be there. No, and not that, at all. And that's accurate for his character, kind of. But like, also, but then like when you he needs feel to it. change, he needs to change it. Yeah. Also, point. here's the thing: is they didn't set up any of the characters why I care about any of them. Yeah, totally. It's like. He was a dumbass. Literally, don't know anything about this Winters lady. Um, and Frank's just like, I'm just a journalist, I guess. I don't know. It's like yeah. you don't feel any like Huey just say, Huey just says, I have kids and a wife. Never see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Um, you know what's his face? He says he's a, a, a prize winning journalist. He goes there and just kind of half asses everything. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's not interesting. You don't see any reason to like care about him. He's not cool. Exactly. He's just lame. And that's the thing is like, I'm watching this. It's like, it doesn't feel like, it, it doesn't feel like they're even friends yeah. at the end of the movie. It just feels like they're coworkers. And, and Winters is also just like, she just doesn't like <laughs> the fact that she just wants a job for getting a job. is, co- I guess kind of cool at the end, but like at the yeah. beginning, it's, you're just like, Oh, she has dogs. I don't know. She's weird. <laughs> Most compelling characters, Michael, just because you don't know exactly what his deal is. Yeah, exactly. And that, it's just makes but it, he's, he's annoying. Just weird and he's annoying and he sucks. Yeah, there's not a likable character. In like this movie. if everyone else was likable and he was annoying, that would, would change the movie completely. Absolutely. But everyone else is just boring as fuck. That's the thing is he's at least like fun, even if he is annoying. But like yeah. all the rest of the characters are just bland, exactly. middle of the road, boring. Yeah. I did not get a read on Huey at all. Like I thought Huey was the most dull character in the entire film. I was like, why isn't he even in this movie? Like, why, why is he even there? He's not doing anything. Yeah. Like, it was weird. Um, I mean, the dog brought more to this movie than he did. Honestly, it's very true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's what comes with the territory when you're doing Mike Month. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you, uh, uh, M- Michael Huntley on Facebook, who correctly guessed that we would be watching this one and like Mike. 
Good job. Uh, we only had a couple of movies we could watch with the title of Michael. Well, there's one that he probably he didn't guess. There's still two out there. There's still two out there. So you guys, can you guys guess? Well, actually, someone else did guess. Somebody, well, somebody else suggested that we watch a Magic Mike XXL, uh, which is, we might. Uh, but there's another movie out there that we might watch. So if you guys can figure it out, why don't you go to our Facebook, Twitter, or even Instagram and post on there what you think we might be watching. Uh, you can also email us at email at And if you like this episode or my theory that it's all actually the Wizard of Oz, why don't you go to iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher and leave a five-star rating review while you're there. Uh, you can also check out uh, last week's um, Mike Month movie, like uh, Mike, or the uh, episode before that, which was Magic Mike. Um, and while you're there and you leave a five-star rating or review, we will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is, um, I don't even know, even if it is a dumb uh, 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 country song lyrics about being on the side of the road and having a bunch of ex-husbands and a truck. So, uh, yeah, please do that. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, it, it, did you like this movie, Ethan? No. <laughs> I hated it. I hated everything about it. Yeah, it was really bad. I liked, I liked uh, dissecting it a little bit and analyzing that it might... Do you agree with me that it's kind of like inspired by Wizard of Oz? Totally. Yeah. Really? It just seems so lazy and... Yeah. It, yeah, no, but it didn't do anything for, with it, really. It didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to shoehorn that into a movie. How does it like, feel to be like the only person, the only two people who've seen this movie in this de decade? <laughs> Dude, when you said that they're shooting like stuff at the theater, like t-shirts and stuff, yeah, like, yeah, that just yeah. seems impossible to it's me. It's weird. We had a, a t-shirt that said Michael on it with like a little feather, I believe, if I remember That's correctly. So weird. Marketing is weird. It's weird how like something like, mar you do all this crazy marketing. And then, and then the like, movie will disappear. The movie will like stay around. It'll stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We saw it on HBO. Um, but then, like, the marketing just fades away. Unless it's like super memorable. Yeah. Unless the movie is like legit good. Or Even, yeah, because then people will be like, "Oh wow, check out this poster from this thing." Right, right, right. But like, no one's collecting no posters one's from like, Michael. No one's collecting. <laughs> wow, look at this sweet T-shirt. I don't know. Are there any Michael fans out there? There's probably some person who's like, "Michael's a great movie." I, I th I'd like to think there are some Michael fans out there. Like fr None fans. here, though. None at all. No, no one likes Michael. No. no one at all. This this this, this month it's, is not doing good for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone forgot about it. They left their t-shirts at home. <laughs> when they got old, they used them as oil rags to wipe up things. <laughs> you know, I bet we did do that. Probably. We probably did. Oh. Uh, well, everyone, hopefully next month, or next month, next week, we get to see a good movie that has Michael in the title. I don't know if there are any good movies that have Michael in the title. <laughs> I'm, I'm, honestly, what, we're three months, three weeks in and we're not like, we haven't found a movie that we love yet. Magic Mike is the best movie so, so far. So far, and that was a sad fucking movie. That was, that was okay. It was, yeah, yeah. But no like legit good movies yet. Not, none yet. But you know what? We always have next week. Yep. Why don't you guys tune in next week for another episode of the Other Half Podcast and another week of Mike Month! Hey! Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>